back to In My Opinionation. Each week we break down an episode of the hit 90s sitcom Blossom. I am your host, Mallory, joined by my co-host, Eric. Totally ready. And Jen. Hey! <laughs> we, we just got done watching uh, Joey Lawrence's hit music video, so we're a little um, energized from that. I'm a little bit clamped. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this week... We are breaking down season one, episode one, Blossom Blossoms. Uh, it aired in January 3rd, 1991. It was written by Don Rio and Rachel Rosette Schaefer and directed by Zane Busby. Um, so this episode, Blossom gets her period and deals with becoming a woman while her, she has an absent mother. Mm-hmm. So a little trivia about this episode. It's the first episode where we have the real dad, who is Nick Russo, played by Ted Wass. Mm-hmm. Ted Wass originally turned down the role of Nick Russo because he wanted to become a director. He'd done a lot of acting and he wanted to move into directing. And mm-hmm. when he explained to them that that's why he was turning it down, the creative team laughed and said that if he took the role, he would be allowed to direct several episodes. So he did. And that's smart. This is actually his last acting role before yeah. he full transitioned to be a director. Nice. Uh, does anyone else have anything, any trivia for this before we dive into the breakdown? This pilot aired five months. Oh, the, the original pilot aired five months before this episode came out. Yeah. So they aired the pilot uh, that we talked about in our last episode. They aired that in July of 90 of 1990. Um, and then they retooled some things and released this on January 3rd. So they actually did do a second pilot, which does air... It's later in the season, and we'll talk a little bit more about that being the, the the second pilot when we get to it. So yeah, so we're in scene one. Blossom is in the pharmacy, and she needs to buy tampons. She does this super cool move where she walks casually by the tampons and just bats it into her cart. Um, <laughs> Have done that, yeah, because she's trying to be all all. Uh, nonchalant about it everybody's first tampon purchase is that not mine to be fair (laughs) you just went confidently in i did look it wasn't for me so i was just like okay whatever (laughs) well well, what i found interesting about this scene was two things first of all she has a whole cart a whole shopping cart for one box of tampons and number two i don't know about you jen but i started with pads tampons are scary like i don't know any girl who immediately started like got her first period and went straight to tampons no i started with pads too i think that's i don't know if that's supposed to prove how like how much she doesn't know about what she's doing i i'm not sure about that i'm also know that like in a lot of media when they talk about feminine hygiene products they specifically mention tampons like pads Mm -hmm. aren't Mm -hmm. talked about a lot unless it's a pad commercial but like they're not talked about as that's true a popular product even though they really are (laughs) yeah for sure especially when you're just learning how to deal with it i guess tampon is a funnier word (laughs) yeah and like I don't know if we're getting into TMI here, but tampons, like, it takes a few times to figure out how to use it. Like, and there's mm-hmm. a whole thing. It's not just, like, a pad where you just stick it on your underwear and go. No. It's There's a whole process. No. <laughs> I'm sure there is. I feel like there's nothing we can say that isn't said in this show, so yeah. it's totally fine. But you're <laughs> absolutely right. I'm trying to think of commercials back then, and what I remember were the pads with wings. That's what I remember yeah. a lot from the commercials back in mm-hmm. like, the early I think 90s. that was a relatively new thing yeah so so off the top of my head some feminine hygiene product commercial trivia um 
uh, oh my God, I forgot her name. She plays Monica Geller. <laughs> Courtney, Courtney Cox. Oh, yeah. She was the first person to say period in a commercial for feminine hygiene products. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was pads or tampons, but it, it came out late 80s, early 90s, and she was the first person to say the word period in a commercial. Wow. Oh. Yeah. From what yeah. I from what I know about these commercials, it those tampons and um, pads hold a lot of blue liquid. A lot of blue liquid. Yeah. No, that's that's science. That's that's what happens. That comes out of the body. Yeah, the blue um, liquid. Yeah. You know, interestingly, uh, a big TikTok trend that's going on right now is men like open like discovering feminine hygiene products like taking pads out of the package and like figuring out how they work and like putting tampons in water and seeing how much they actually absorb and it's kind of weird but i think it's also good that like men are starting to like actively take a role in understanding what we deal with every month (laughs) i don't know i respect that yeah i don't know how many conversations i've had with different female friends of mine about uh those cups Oh, the Diva oh, Cups. Yeah. The There's Diva a whole Cups. bunch of different ones, yeah. So many conversations over the past couple of years, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know why it's always me, but it's always... Diva Cups are interesting. Yeah. Okay, I might I might edit this out, so who knows. <laughs> um, I got I got an IUD a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and they told me that I could use a Diva Cup with the IUD, but I had to be careful because when you're taking it out, you have to make sure you break the suction or I could pull the IUD out. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I just don't use them. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, because if you just pull it straight out, it would just suck everything. Out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I like it is something that I'm like, that seems like a good idea, like environmentally friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you like push in a corner, like a side? Because it's it's silicone. Yeah. Right? yeah, you'd have to like squish it a little bit to like like take mm-hmm. like, Lady bodies are weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um <laughs> So yeah. um, the year was 1985 when Courtney Cox said that for the first time. There you 85. Go. Period. Yep. You can say period. Before any of you guys. Yeah. Before we were born, Jen. Not me. I was four because uh, I'm old. You saw that commercial. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it distinctly. <laughs> and now we have songs about period sex. So look how far we've period come, people. Sex. Period sex. Put that on a towel. Okay. Um, I don't know the song. Oh, it's oh, it's from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, I do know this song. Another great show. If you're not, if you haven't watched that, go back and watch that. Yes. Maybe we'll. I'm going through it right now. Yeah. Maybe that'll be when we finish Blossom. Maybe we'll do that. Who knows? Heck yeah. Okay, so so Blossom gets her one box of tampons and she goes up to the cashier and it's a classmate and she does another super cool move where she just casually slides the box across the the counter and like mm-hmm. off the counter. Not just a not just a classmate. Giovanni Rubisi. Baby Giovanni Rubisi, who sounds exactly the same now as he did yeah. when he was going through puberty. I don't know who this is. Oh, he was in, in a lot of things. He was in um He's a great character actor. He was in Avatar. He was oh, in... he's Phoebe's brother and friends. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. You went to the more popular thing. <laughs> the brother that she has a baby for. Yeah. 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 Him. But he, he did, he's oh, done oh God, hundreds of TV oh, spots and movies. movies and, that's and, so yeah. cool. That is awesome. Yeah. He was in Saving Private Ryan. Yes, yeah. he was. Okay, so so she has this super cool cashier, um, mm-hmm. and she's immediately super embarrassed that she has to buy tampons. She does the thing where she asks for a million unrelated things, and then he asks her if the tampons are hers, and he pulls them up, and it's a giant, yep. a giant tampon box. I love that, highlighting her embarrassment that it just yeah. seems like this giant thing. I feel like this is everyone's first tampon purchase and first condom purchase. Yeah, like, it's just like I have all these things, and oh yeah, there's condoms over here too. <laughs> I I don't really remember my first time buying 
pads and tampons myself, but I do remember like for a while, always like it's pretty rare these days to have a male cashier, but I would always make sure that the cashier was like a girl. I remember when I was younger. I did that, yeah. Yeah, and then for a while I was doing self-checkout, so it didn't matter. Self-checkout is a godsend. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so so she runs off. Immediately, the pace of the show seems a lot faster than the pilot episode. Like, it's just, we're just chugging right along. So we're in Blossom's room. She's talking to Six about how she's gotten her period. She has this great line where she's, um, like, talking about it as though she's on a game show and she's won a prize of her first period. What is she going to do? And she says, I'm going to Disneyland to punch out Snow White. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Then she talks about how her mom has left to go pursue her dream of being a singer and she's in Paris. So she doesn't have anyone to talk to about it. I think you missed a really important part. Okay, what did I miss? (laughs) When Six was talking about all the things she can do now, like go horseback riding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all the things that you can do. Yeah, now that you have your period that you couldn't do. My favorite line in the whole episode. Still to this day, that's how they advertise tampons. You can literally buy sport tampons like that is how they are they different probably not okay i never understood it i i mean if they are like there's no discernible difference in my opinion no yeah so she can do all these things now that she's had her period (laughs) she she talks about how she's sad that she can't talk to her mom about it and that's who's supposed to be helping her through this (laughs) six tells her to choose the brand that has the best prize inside (laughs) yeah i wish which is great. Um, and then she also gives, I think, the best description of what it's like to be a woman, which is you get your period yeah. every month for the next 30 to 40 years, and then you go through menopause and start talking like Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> I love six. Yeah. Yeah, six is great. So then, uh, yeah, so they have that conversation. And then we see Joey and Anthony making a movie for Joey for school. I have to point out, so there's this thing in film and TV called Greeking. And it's when they take a product and they can't show the like full name of it because they didn't pay for the rights. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. they'll cover up some letters or they'll like draw on it so it looks different. So there is a box (laughs) of cereal beside Anthony on the table and it has been greeked out so that it is no longer grape nuts, but ape nuts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> quality. Yeah, quality content right there. No one will ever know. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, so they explain that their Blossom walks in, is rightfully frightened by Anthony lying on the table with a knife sticking out of him and a giant spider. Joey and Anthony explain that they're doing a, a project for Joey's school about violence in America. They didn't say whether they should be pro or against (laughs) violence in America. So they're just doing a real violent movie. Yeah. And Anthony explains that he's helping because they let him play with the security camera at the rehab center. So this was so interesting watching that. Because first of all, I don't know. The acting seemed way more campy Mm -hmm. than it did in the last episode we watched. It was a lot more... um, sitcom-y yep. I, I suppose there's a lot of I'm saying a funny thing I'm gonna pause for the laugh track there was a lot more of that yep but also the they just gloss over the rehab yeah so they they it's interesting because they do have like these lighter episodes like this one and then there are a lot more where it is pretty heavy the whole like mm-hmm. sobriety rehab thing so they're trying I think they're really trying to find a balance between it. I think they're trying to get away from what the pilot was. They wanted to prove that that 
concept didn't work and that this is what they mm-hmm. need to do. So they're really upping the, 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 the comedic. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. Like if I hadn't watched the episode zero, the first pilot first, and I had watched this, I almost would have had to like go back and be like, wait, did he just say he was in rehab? Yeah. Yeah. They, they really, <laughs> is nobody going to talk about this? Okay. But it also makes more sense. Cause he was there for, pot again yeah like he's just there like he's the same person he was afterwards the devil's weed <laughs> yeah so yeah i but i i do think that like as we're discussing they're making it clear that they are going to tackle tough subjects like puberty and rehab but they're trying to be a lot lighter than like this is we're talking about addiction yeah, so yeah. Heavy. they're trying to like bring the tone up a bit mm-hmm. so blossom is in a really bad mood and just wants to eat ice cream which I think they're hinting at that it's supposed to like read as PMS symptoms. Yeah. But we know it's because her mom isn't there that she, she has no one. She doesn't feel like she can talk about this with anyone. And she's feeling Mm -hmm. really alone. Also there's a severed foot on the ice cream. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So then it's the middle of the night. Blossom comes downstairs and she finds her dad in the kitchen. He's just got home from a recording session. He's a cool musician. He has a lot more chemistry with his children. Feels immediately like this is actually Blossom's dad, unlike mm-hmm. imposter parents from last episode. Yeah. yeah, they feel like they like each other, right? That's yeah. weird. And his, like, I feel like a lot of the lines are similar to what imposter dad said, but Ted Wass has the charisma to be mm-hmm. like, I'm kidding around with my kids. And yeah. like, this is how yeah. we like communicate and how we like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say as, as a kid growing up in the nineties with a dad who is also a musician who had the exact same haircut. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're like, this is my family. <laughs> it, and like the, the lighter, you know, kind of jokey demeanor. Yeah. I was instantly like, this feels more like what I grew up with. No more mustache daddy. Now we have mullet daddy and I am here for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, Nick, is he's a great dad. He's a fantastic dad. Yeah. He, yeah. Like you can tell that he doesn't want his kids to be growing up really fast and that he doesn't necessarily want to be having tough conversations, but he is there for them and will have those conversations and is open to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He also, he knows right away that Blossom didn't wake up. She, she mm-hmm. had been waiting up to talk to him. Um, so he tries to figure out what's wrong with her and she comes so close to telling him what's up and then chickens out says everything Mm -hmm. fine and then runs away also i love that he's like oh we'll just eat some raw cookie dough it's totally fine and there are no health problems whatsoever because it was the 90s yeah no and her her, like blossom saying shouldn't we bake them and and (laughs) him saying no it ruins them i'm like yes it's so true we don't know about salmonella yet this is totally (laughs) fine yeah So yeah, so Blossom chickens out, she runs away, and then we have our first ever Blossom dream sequence. So she comes downstairs and finds her mom in the kitchen, and it is Felicia Rashad, the mom from The Cosby Show, and Blossom's perfect mother. Queen! And it is fantastic! She's everyone's perfect mother. (laughs) I, I, this, I audibly screamed. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God. This show, especially in the first season, this show got some fantastic guest stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is yeah. a like great way to start it off. Like the Cosby show was huge. Like everybody loved the Cosby show. And to have like Felicia Rashad be the perfect mom, like people already thought she was mm-hmm. a perfect mom, but mm-hmm. also the fact that they in 1991 had 
a black woman as the perfect Mm -hmm. mom. Yeah. Groundbreaking. Well, I did a little deep dive because I was really curious about this. I wanted to know the timelines of the Cosby show and yada, yada. So what I actually found about this is that the Cosby show was one of the first, at least sitcom based shows to talk about periods. And it was Claire Huxtable sitting down with Rudy and basically having almost this exact conversation, but in less of a, you know, Stepford wife, mom type of way, Mm -hmm. but it was almost like the exact same scene. And that episode aired about three months before this one. That's crazy. So what I originally thought was just like a fun, it's the Cosby show. Mm -hmm. Claire Huxtable is everybody's mom and it's adorable. The more I looked into it, it was actually an exact reference to that thing that had happened just a few months before which made it even better that's so cool and the way apparently i was looking up kind of the scripting from the cosby show and the way that they were discussing it is claire going well in my day we used to call it like the curse and the horror and meanwhile here in blossom she's like i'm gonna make icing ovaries (laughs) and i'm just gonna have a very lovely frank conversation about what happens to your body yeah (laughs) like teaching how a period like what it is and how your body works Mm -hmm. on a cake with icing like crystal clear about what is going on you don't need to go into too much detail but like crystal clear about what is going on with her body Mm -hmm. i feel like that's more comprehensive sex ed than a lot of kids get yeah i was gonna say like when I was growing up, we didn't talk about this stuff. I learned all everything. Learned. I'm gonna put air quotes about that <laughs> in in all the like my public health stuff. I went to Catholic school, so I didn't learn much uh, about any puberty or stuff. I feel like by the time I got my period, I knew that it was gonna be every month. But there was a like time, maybe like not even a year before, where I thought it was you get it once and that's that. Like, <laughs> oh god, yeah, it's lonely. Like, uh, so uh, yeah, this this scene is amazing. I think it's also representative of what Blossom thinks that a mom should be and what she is missing mm-hmm. out on, what everybody else has. You know, she comes downstairs. Her mom is just like, looks at her and says, you got your period. I'm your mom. I know. And yeah. that's, so that's, she has this idealistic idea of what a mom is. And like, yeah, maybe if you're acting weird, your mom would be like, did you get your period? But like nobody's mom would just be able to look at them and say something's different and being like i'm gonna make you some soup and get a heating pad Mm -hmm. and we're gonna i'm gonna answer everything you want to know like just oh gave me little warm fuzzies yeah i love her that was Mm. just such a perfect scene great scene yeah um some blossom wakes up from her dream and decides that she's gonna call her mom because maybe her mom can do this over the phone you know we don't know Mm -hmm. so it's a very quick scene but very cute scene so she calls france and tries to speak french to the guy at the hotel and i love she bonjour hotel bonaparte comme allez-vous and they just spit off i love this please slow down i'm only in french one (laughs) (laughs) and also like dialing an operator is not something again kids yeah back in our day (laughs) dialing a phone yeah dialing a phone first of all and i don't know if you guys caught this i laughed when the cord wasn't connected to the phone what i'm gonna have to go back he picks it up and the cord is very clearly just like flapping in the wind oh i didn't notice that i'm gonna actually go back and watch that go back and watch it i I had to rewatch it it was so funny that's that is pretty funny (laughs) so yeah so we had to dial zero and that you had to hear a dial tone you had to pick up the phone. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. dial tones. Check, check that there was a dial tone. 
because yeah. maybe someone else is on the phone or maybe you had that one in a million that I had a couple times where you picked up the phone just as someone had called you. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So they were already there on the other end. Um, so you had to listen for the dial tone and then dial the number. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't know the number, you could dial just zero and it would take you to a general operator yeah. and you could just say, I want this person or I want to talk to this hotel and yeah. they would direct you. Yeah. So, so yeah, so Blossom tries to call her mom at the hotel. Her mom isn't there. Even, you know, even when she gets up in the middle of the night to try and contact her mom in Paris, her mom still isn't around. So she leaves a message that she misses her. And this is just supposed to be like a big contrast to the dream of what she thinks she's missing out on and what she has, mm-hmm. which is nothing like she doesn't have a relationship with her mom can i just i want to get your guys opinion so immediately after she does this she walks into the kitchen do you think she was like air quotes looking for claire mom or was she looking for her dad i think she was looking for her mom i think she was she was hoping that like maybe she flew back and she's in here yeah yeah because I had like a split second of maybe she's hoping her dad is still in the kitchen and she can finally talk to him. Yeah, I think at this point in the episode, she hasn't fully come to terms that like mm. her dad is the one that's there for her, not her mom. And she needs yeah. to. Yeah. So then we have a scene with Nick talking to Anthony and Joey. He's concerned about Blossom. Have they noticed anything? Which I think is great because it's showing that he like is actively concerned about what's going on with his daughter. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite parts in the scene is when Nick asks Anthony if he thinks that Blossom might be on drugs. And Anthony says, you know, if there's, I know everything there is to know about drugs. If anyone in this house was on drugs, I would know it. And then he just <laughs> leans across and <laughs> looks in Joey's eyes and then just sits back. Like it's a sight, like no words, just we all know exactly what's going on. And Joey mm-hmm. is just confused. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He has no idea what's just happened. <laughs> uh, the only thing is, and I know this was like a play for comedy and, you know, I know it's maybe a little realistic, but of all the things that could be wrong with your 13, 14 year old daughter, and maybe Eric, help me out because your dad, <laughs> would your first thing be like drugs? Definitely not her period for my 13 year old daughter. Like he goes well, through no. a list of so many things that could be wrong as opposed to, but I don't know. <laughs> having his eldest go through drugs already, there's always that underlying thing under your head that you're like oh i wonder i hope it's not that again i i think also like he has the two oldest are boys like a period is never something he's ever thought he would have to deal with because he had a wife who was going to deal with it Mm -hmm. he raised two boys that wasn't a thing that he had to think about and also at the time like it wasn't a thing that you talked about with your dad yeah hopefully it still isn't a thing i have to talk about and no i I understand that i don't know like i i understand the logic of it but at the same time i was like oh it's a sitcom men are dumb about periods <laughs> i i don't know like even sometimes like if like oh my god there there's so many things that run through my head if like she's playing in the backyard and then she doesn't respond. So mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh my God, maybe she got kidnapped. Oh no, maybe she <laughs> ran away. And like, Oh no, she's yeah. hiding behind the shed, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, it's like all, all the worst things go first before you yeah, get to the okay. stupid things. Yeah. All right. That's me. Just, I'm just being cynical then. <laughs> no, but I, I, I do think like, yeah, I, I, I totally agree that like the worst case scenario runs through your head. I do think it also is like a, like, he it doesn't it's not something that he would have to he thinks that he would have to deal with because someone else mm-hmm. would you know it's right. girl stuff he he does the guy stuff it's girl stuff yeah mm-hmm. so then we end the scene with anthony and joey getting back to their 
their movie. Another great line where Joey asks Anthony if he can fall down the stairs and land on his head. And Anthony says, yes, but I can only do it once. <laughs> Just the once. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. So then we move to Blossom, I guess, has a job where she helps out this senior citizen i don't think she ever comes up again maybe i have so many yeah i feel like they were they were trying something out with trying to have like an older female influence when i was this age um in catholic school we did a lot of community service so this felt totally normal to me because i used to do this I, i think it's not like a weird thing to be done i just think it didn't work like they were just trying to find some way to have like an older female character that could help blossom and it gets dropped very quickly i don't think she shows up again maybe once or twice but this is about and it. they never say who she is yeah she's just, not like she's just mrs swanson i don't know it's just some rando crazy yeah. lady who talks about periods at first i thought it was her grandmother right yeah yeah, yeah. same so she, Mrs. Swanson, she tells Mrs. Swanson that she got her period. She has a euphemism for it that I've never heard, which is fell off the roof. <laughs> I've never heard ah. that. So Mrs. Swanson gives her the advice of talk to your dad about it. Like, mm-hmm. that's what your parents are there for. I know, like, it, it sucks that you don't have a mom. It's not fair, but life's not fair. We, we deal with what we've got. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, hold on. Okay. So fell off the roof. Okay. Phrase meaning an origin. <laughs> 1960s plush. Plus, uh, to be sexually incapacitated or to be menstruate, menstruating or to be what? I don't know why this says U.S. gay uh, to be in a nervous, irritable state. PMS. <laughs> mm. Yeah. OK. So, that, yeah. yeah, there you go. So so Blossom decides that she's finally going to talk to her dad. So she goes home and she she does this run around of, do you remember when I was born and what the doctor said? He said that it was a girl. Well, now I'm a woman. And Nick has this great moment where all he says is, oh, over and over. But you can see the diff, like the wheels turning of what's mm-hmm. going on and the realization. <laughs> so great. Yeah. So great. One thing I noticed during this scene is Blossom is wearing white pants while she has her first period. Mm -hmm. Also, she's wearing a shirt with mushrooms on it right after her dad thinks she's on drugs. Yeah. (laughs) I don't don't know, like, what was going through. Like, I I love the clothes in this series. Like, Blossom has such a unique sense of style. But I don't know what Mm -hmm. was going through the costumer's head when they were like, okay, it's an episode about her first period. Let's put her in white pants. Maybe because she doesn't know yet. Maybe. You learn that lesson real quick. (laughs) That's possible. (laughs) So Nick, instead of being like scared of it, he's like, this is wonderful. Like you're growing up. I'm sad that you're growing up so quickly. Where was I? But like, this is a great thing. And then he does the worst thing ever, which is he gets so excited about it that he calls in Anthony and Joey (laughs) and announces to them that Blossom got her first period and Blossom is mortified (laughs) this is part of my ha ha men are stupid about women yeah (laughs) i was so mad yeah so eric some advice when your daughter gets her first period do not call their sibling into the room and announce it no (laughs) although like at least it would be a sister yeah that's true it's still weird though it's still really (laughs) weird it's super weird so before we we get to the wrap-up jen i want to know if you're cool talking about it like what was it, like when you got your first period, did you talk to your mom? Did you guys do anything mm-hmm. special? Like ice cream, cookie dough. I didn't get a cake with icing ovaries <laughs> on it, which now I'm a little upset about. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. For- <laughs> <laughs> but you have to do it, not your wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to do it. Yeah. No, I'm fine with talking about it. Um, I mean, it wasn't 
it wasn't anything like this. I did get it when I was over at my friend's house, Oh, which sucked. Luckily, like she was in the neighborhood. It wasn't like an overnight or anything yeah. mortifying like that. But I, I, yeah, I got it at my friend's house and I don't know, like I, I found a reason to leave and I kind of talked to my mom and then we had the convert, the pad versus tampon conversation. Mm-hmm. And it was exactly like you were saying. She's like, okay, do pads for a while and then we'll figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have these really intense scarring experiences with it. But my parents were always pretty good about like sat me down with the Grey's Anatomy and like went, which was a real book in case anybody didn't actually know that. Um, <laughs> You never know. Um, yeah. So they were pretty good about like teaching me that stuff ahead of time. So it was more of a, this sucks. Yeah. Um, than anything. It mostly just sucks. Cause I, I got it on the younger end mm-hmm. of when. You oh, did you? Yeah. I was yeah. 11. Oh, oh no, that's too was soon. Unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> so I, I got mine when I was 12 and mm-hmm. I was like among the last of my friends to get my period. I got it like end of grade eight, like at 12. Yeah. Eh? Like, I'd like, wow. tur- or no, not 12. Sorry. Turn 13, turning 14. I got it grade eight. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I got it. I was among the later. Um, and I was really excited. <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I got it at home. Well, because everyone had been getting theirs and I was like, Ooh, where's mine? And so finally like, yay. Like, and I told my mom, yeah, I used pads for a while, mm. but I told my mom, I remember that she told my dad, he didn't say anything to me, but she, I remember like kind of overhearing her tell my dad and being a little bit embarrassed about it. And I, th- I think we did go out for dinner or something, but like, we didn't tell my brother like that we were celebrating that I'm a woman, like whatever. But, <laughs> it's a like, weird thing to celebrate, yeah, isn't it? I, th- I, it is a- I feel like we did something. And the one thing that I do remember very clearly is my Bubby, for those of you who don't know, Bubby is Yiddish for grandmother. She got me a ring. I had this little silver ring with three blue flowers on it and I wore it every day for a really long time until I think when I was in grade 12, the ring literally snapped in half. Oh, um, so, cause I'd worn it so much, yeah. but yeah, I had, I had this ring that was like, you're a woman. <laughs> That's very cute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my first experience. <laughs> <laughs> but you have a sister, right? So did you ever. He has two. Yeah, yeah so did you ever like clue into what nope. was going on? <laughs> Never. Okay. Yeah, let me tell you about teenage I just teenage watched a show where someone announced it. So, yeah. you know, I got to ask. I did not know anything that was going on in my teenage years, apparently, because <laughs> I'm so stupid. Um, there is this one time that my whole family got fingerprinted. Like we went up to Toronto, got fingerprints, got um all these pictures taken. I was like, oh, that's weird. And we never talked about it again. Or at least I don't recall talking about this. And then many years later, I'm talking about like maybe seven years ago, like what I'm like, I'm in my 30s. They're like, yeah, remember that time we were going to move all all move to the States? I was like, what? What are you talking about? They're like, that's why we were getting fingerprinted. and <laughs> Why we got all our passports and everything, all our papers done so that in case we need to move to the States. It's like, oh, Okay. Like, how did you not know about this? Like, this is my sister who taught yeah. me this. So I was like, oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, yeah, so you really would have had any idea. No, no, no idea, apparently. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. I, bro- I broke Mallory's brain. What if you had, like, moved into your new house in the States and been like, 
What's going on? I'm sure I would have noticed when we started packing. <laughs> Probably. You would have noticed on Maybe. the plane. <laughs> All the boxes came there like, huh, this is different. <laughs> Oh. Oh. All right. So, yeah. So our next scene is um, Blossom is getting ready to go out for Chinese to celebrate getting her period. Um, <laughs> yep. And Nick comes in. She's having trouble getting her hair to work and he offers to braid it for her. And they have this really sweet father daughter moment mm-hmm. um, where he basically says like this, like, I didn't think that I would have to deal with this. I married someone who I thought would be a good mom for you. And that didn't happen. But we're going to get through this together. And you know, we're all here for you and we love you. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it was really cute. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, her outfit is heckin' cute. Yeah, the little In white shirt and the scene. black skirt. Yeah, super cute. Like, get out of here. So then they go downstairs, <laughs> they're getting ready to go outside. Anthony is there with the dumb questions, asking about PMS. So creepy. <laughs> Blossom hits him with a super great retort where she immediately is annoyed and then laughs and saying that, like, no, she's fine. I did think it was sweet that he said that he wants to understand what's going on so that he can, like, maintain a good relationship. Like, the intent is sweet. Yeah. But, like, I I don't know. Like, they're treating her like she just super saiyaned into a different form (laughs) and she's literally not the same person anymore. Like, can I talk to you? Is that allowed? Yeah. Well, (laughs) so Joey lists off a list, like a bunch of things that he can't do anymore, which is hit her in the head. He has to knock when he comes into her room and he has to say, excuse me, after he burps. Yes, you should be doing all those things regardless if your Mm -hmm. sister has her period or not. Those are just human decency things. Has like literally nothing to do with her anyways. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then they all head out for Chinese food. And that is the end of Blossom Blossoms. Yeah. So outfit of the week. So I will go first this time. I chose Six's pink sweater with her Mm. black mini skirt and she has a matching scrunchie. Yeah. Super adorable. I want to wear that now and I'm 32. So just going to leave that I think you could pull that off. (laughs) Those sweaters are back in now. Yeah. Agreed. Eric. Ah, yeah. So mine is uh, Claire Huxtable's white shirt and pink yeah. uh, apron. Yeah. Which was just so amazingly 80s, so if not thrilling. 60s. Yeah. Oh, man. It was it was so lovely. I, it was the perfect like mother. It was an 80s mm-hmm. take on the 60s. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mine was our introduction to Joey. He is wearing the chonkiest yellow T-shirt, like just four sizes too big for him. But it's strapped in by these red suspenders and just the the magical 90s billowing effect of a shirt that's too big tucked into something that is way too small for yep. your body. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I noticed that in the episode before this, there's just like huge shirts in tiny pants. Yeah. And I love it. <laughs> that's not the best part of his outfit, though. The best part is he's wearing a fanny pack, a bright red one. Oh, heck yeah. (laughs) That matches his suspenders. Oh, yeah. No, also red. It was just, it was great. It was the kind of thing you would see later in like Fresh Prince. It was that sort of a look. A great undershirt and Mm -hmm. nice jeans. Yeah. Oh, great. I love it. Love a good suspender moment. Yeah. Yeah, so my cat is uh, wanting attention. If you hear meowing, um, she's she's just sitting beside me, wants me to look at her. Okay, so <laughs> moving on to lesson of the week. 
so what I got this was uh, you have more support than you think. Blossom, the whole, most of the episode, she thinks that she's missing out on something because her mom isn't there. And yes, like she, she doesn't have her mom there, but um, she has her dad and her brothers who care so much about her. And um, she, she does have that support at home. She doesn't need to mm-hmm. be looking outside for it. Yeah. Jen? I never write these down. I just, I have <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I have the same thing. <laughs> I think mine would be along the lines of, if you don't know something, ask, which again, obviously I had issues with some of the ways that was being scripted Mm -hmm. in the episode. And I know a lot of it was for laughs and I get that. But at the end of the day, like the guys didn't know. And although they were dumb, dumb idiots about it, (laughs) at least they asked the questions instead of, you know, just saying, okay, go over there into your period 10 like the olden days and mm-hmm. you know like they they went out of their way to figure it out which respect yeah yeah for sure i will learn from them <laughs> <laughs> my i guess my lesson of the day would be um to not expect your family to be that perfect tv family mm-hmm. like yeah. she 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 had that claire huxtable moment and she was yeah. hoping her mom would be that but she has her family and her family is there for her either way yeah. Even though they're dumb, dumb boys, they're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're there for her. Yeah. So don't yeah. expect the, the perfect. Just be happy with yeah. the family. Yeah. Great. Um, so now our score. So I gave this episode, I had a hard time. I settled on a four out of five, mostly because I don't want to give every episode five out of five. <laughs> <laughs> I love I I love Blossom. I love this series. But yeah, so I gave it a four to five. I thought it was a really good jumping off point for the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they breezed a little bit too quickly past the rehab, especially with this being the first official episode. Mm-hmm. But other than that, great episode. Eric? Me? Okay. Um, I thought it was a five out of five. I think it was a really good pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, you got everyone's personalities. Like, they're pretty much this moving forward you know things happen whatever mm-hmm. i like the new dad not mm-hmm. the new dad the actual the, dad let me rephrase the real dad <laughs> yeah. dad uh and you know having claire huxable show up was just like how, how would you like that's a great way to to start a first like a first season for anything yeah five i i'm gonna do a four only because i can see the little seeds of what these characters are going to be but i don't see it yet and I'm excited to see what's going to happen. I just hope they don't fall on the the stock responses too much, mm-hmm. which I don't think they will. It wasn't stock back then. I know, and that's what I that's what I keep reminding myself, right? So I'm going to say four out of five. Great, that's fair. Awesome. So that was Blossom Blossoms. Next week we are doing season one, episode two, My Sister's Keeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for listening. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. I don't know why I was waving. Thanks for listening to In My Opinionation. Don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at IamOpinionation, our website at IamOpinionation.com, or email us at OpinionationPod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your opinionation about this or any future episodes. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Thanks again for listening, and until next week, the sun is going to surely shine.